What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And quick reminders to download and play Goat Simulator and Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection. Uh, make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Vindictus, which is a third-person, four-player co-op online action adventure game. Uh, well, action RPG adventure. There's adventures to be had, but you kill things, you level up, you do shit, and uh, it's a good time. Free to play, only on PC, which is weird. The game should be on console. Uh, play that. Come back to the other month for Game of the Month. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And uh, if you like what we do, make sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe if you so wish to. But also, if that's not enough, you can check out our Patreon link down below. Um, yeah, so Tasty Tuesday. we got two bits of news to talk about. And uh, also, quick reminder, make sure to go back and uh, check out the last episode. We had everybody over. We talked about the best month of PlayStation Plus of 2019, as we always do every year. It was a good conversation. It was a three-hour conversation. There was, was alcohol. Yeah. There was alcohol involved, um, which led to some really interesting interactions between two of the tasty crew uh that the rest of us were like oh that's that's interesting um make sure to watch that and check it out uh and you can find out yourself uh so first bit of news is a bit of ces news now we didn't cover ces this year uh we typically like to you know watch and see what's going on and we did do that but um for the most part this year was all about the uh gaming uh laptop uh making gaming pcs smaller uh it seems there's some modular ones out there which is kind of neat to see coming out mm -hmm. uh curved tvs ultra 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 wide curved t or monitors from samsung all sorts of shit but the one thing i want to talk about the most uh which is kind of the pinnacle of all those things i just kind of mentioned is the uh new concept uh computer uh by alienware which is called the ufo um if you guys didn't get a chance to see that it's essentially a uh nintendo switch style and i kind of hate comparing uh new ideas to the ideas they obviously took inspiration from but i mean this is like straight up they they were like hey we can do that and do something else with it mm -hmm. um but it's a it's a computer full-on computer windows 10 uh computer that uh uh, essentially works just like a switch. So before we talk about our opinions on that, uh, we're gonna watch a video mm -hmm. um, and uh, kind of be told all the details about it. Maybe here price point, although I don't think there was one revealed. And uh, then we'll discuss if there's a place for it in the market. Anything you want to say on this before we watch this video? Um, I don't know like all the details about this, but uh, the little bit I have seen and stuff so far, um, I'm definitely interested. So, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm curious about it as well. So there's been stuff like this before, like the NVIDIA Shield, mm -hmm. the different versions of that they tried to make. And then they made the Shield tablet, um, which was a controller with a tablet. Never was I like, eh, I'd want to get that. But Nintendo has geniuses that work there. And the Switch is a genius console. Somehow they took the idea of gaming with a tablet and then they just attached those controllers on there. And it's like, wow, Eureka, that was what it needed. It works perfectly. So, and uh, that's just kind of the thing about tech I love is, and why it's important people just take ideas and, and fucking just keep, everyone's fucking with that idea until you get that one thing you want. I mean, the Switch is like my second favorite console. Real quick news as well. They just got over 50 million units sold. PlayStation's at 106 which is fucking insane, uh, PS4. And Xbox, they don't release their numbers, but um, it's got to be beyond 36 million because last time I checked, which was like a year ago, it was around 36 million. So I think they're also... 
I think they're also a little past 50 million as well. They got to be, yeah. Only because one of the topics we're covering, it's kind of mentioned. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we'll get into that. Anyway, uh, enough said. Let's just watch this video. If I can find it. Three, two, one, go. Dell probably isn't the first company you'd think of when it comes to portable gaming hardware, uh, but they are trying for something new with the UFO concept. And this is a device like that's looks. clearly mm -hmm. taking some inspiration from the Nintendo Switch. It is an eight inch tablet PC with controller accessories. And of course it can be docked to a TV to use like a typical gaming console. What's really interesting is that this device is just a PC. It's running Windows. It's not really running any special software Which yet. I like. But I can imagine uh, throwing Steam on this, turning on full picture mode and having a pretty decent console experience. It also reminds me of the Nvidia Shield tablet, uh, which is a device that they were trying to hey, pitch as a thing. very gaming oriented portable way to play everything on the road. Dell isn't really talking about what's powering the UFO concept, certainly because that could change down the line. Uh, but I was able to play F1 racing and it performed really well in handheld mode. I could tell it was like close to 60 FPS, but sometimes it dipped lower. And on the TV side, I played World War Z uh, with the controller docked to like a accessory similar to the Nintendo Switch. Which I think looks and pretty decent as well, ergonomically. Uh, but it's also clear that this is all very new territory. I like the Dell. RGB the lighting. The controller is huge. The yeah. device itself is very, very big. It reminds me a bit of the Dreamcast controller. It's just very circular. Cool. A lot of space at the bottom that just doesn't really need to be there. And the device in total is super awkward to hold. I wouldn't want to hold this for very long. This is something Nintendo learned with the Switch Lite. Uh, the original Switch is a very convenient, nice system, but I've always found it a bit hard to hold for a long period. This one is even bigger. And I've talked to Dell, and they're really thinking about different sizes and things like that. So, but the light's definitely is a more here. like portable but centric concept, right or now, console, it obviously. Seems like a really yeah. cool way for people who like PC games, uh, maybe not the most demanding ones in the world. Uh, this could be a good solution for playing them on the go. Certainly, Dell has a lot of room for improvement. Uh, the controller is a little awkward. It has everything you'd expect. It has two analog sticks as a directional pad, some face buttons, and triggers up top. I found the placement of the analog sticks to be kind of weird. I wanted the one on the right to maybe be a little lower. The triggers themselves feel really weird because they function, you kind of have to press them in deeply. It just felt like when I was playing World War Z, it felt like I almost had to like press into the controller in a way that felt very awkward and not like I'm used to on the Xbox or PlayStation 4. Well, like I the fucking GameCube, game those triggers, I couldn't stand, long. they just go in. And that I'm might be what he's saying. Like yeah. Controller, which is another thing that takes a bit of getting used to, but I've been able to play games far better with that. So this is all very much a concept. It's probably something Dell may not even release if it doesn't really see it in need for it. But it's a cool experiment. It looks and pretty I'm finalized though. It looks like a product they're gonna try and sell. Yeah. Look at the PC form factor, kind of taken in different ways. Um, you know, HP did a really cool thing with the compact desktop that we reviewed a couple years ago, where that is something you can plug into a backpack and play for VR but it's also a desktop system and it can be docked to your TV. So we are seeing this really interesting hybrid of PC hardware getting to your TV, allowing you to play games more easily. This concept will definitely need more work and if Dell ever ends up selling it, it'll probably have to come in pretty cheap too because look at the Switch Lite, look at the It switch, has to, yeah, price point would really matter. At pretty low price points, I can't imagine Dell could sell this for more than 300 bucks. Even PC enthusiasts, I don't think would be super interested in that. Stay tuned to Engadget.com for more news from CES 2020. That's fair. I uh, I originally was going to watch a video from IGN, but it was about 
double the length of this and a lot of it was like a guy from Dell like awkwardly talking about this thing um, while the guy from IGN was just standing there and looking at him holding a microphone in his mouth and fucking every once in a while he's like so it looks like a switch right and he's the guy's like uh I mean yeah it's inspired by that so he's honest about it but I was like I'm not watching this for the fucking show like yeah. that was an awful that guy got straight to the point which I appreciate so um yeah, so UFO concept, there is no confirmation that this is actually coming out, uh, and there's no confirmation of what's actually inside it. So there's going to be a lot of speculation in this conversation, but I want to start first. What do you think about how it looks? I actually, I like the way it looks. Um, they did very much so look at the Switch. Yeah. Um, which, I'm not saying that is a bad thing, but it's it's not, like, they're not trying to hide it either. You know what I mean? It's like, it's there. Which, like you said, that's okay. They could take that design and maybe make it work more or less um i mean so somebody originally thought of this design yeah and now it's standard yeah there's a reason it works really fucking well for sure so if you saw more people doing switch style consoles they just came up with a good idea that fucking works yeah so. for sure and and you could see like they kind of brought up in here but even just like um you know nvidia trying it early on and other people i'm um, kind of dabbling in it uh the market or the people making it at least are really interested in making PC gaming more accessible to more people, mm -hmm. um, which is great because obviously um, I've been kind of saying this anyways to, to people all the time when they, they talk about like getting a computer. I'm like, unless you're like playing video games or like you edit things, use your phone. Yeah. There's really no reason for most people to have a PC unless you are a, a hobbyist at this point. So I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and discourage people from buying PC because I want people to support PC so we have PCs longer because sure. eventually there's going to be a time where fucking you're just going to have a box in your pocket that's going to do it all. But, um, but yeah, your phone does do most things about the same as what a PC would do. Yeah. Um, some experiences that don't have to do with the two things you mentioned, um, I do prefer on a PC, but there's some things I prefer on my phone over my computer, which is weird, especially when it comes to surfing the internet. Got like hopping around doing like random shit. It's a lot faster on my fucking phone because mm -hmm. um, mobile sites are designed to be you know easier to and navigate. Add riddled, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, <laughs> certain sites, yeah. yeah. Um, but overall, yeah, I like the design. I love the the lights uh, inside the the joysticks and in the uh, controller mockup uh, with the Alienware symbol. Uh, I think those were all very well thought up and very like. Um, attractive in a like you know the the pc gamer way but not so much that i'm like looking at it going oh this is like teenager driven design mm -hmm. as well I, I think it's sleek they did a good yep. job with that it's not too in your face so um other than that i am curious about price point how much does it weigh does do those triggers do like you kind of brought up are they gamecube triggers because that would be super disappointing yeah um that's why i always get worried about the people who haven't had as long of uh, um, an experience in making consoles as all you know, the big three, yeah. when they come in uh, to try something out, one of the big thing, things I always notice is they don't nail what's standard with consoles mm -hmm. a lot of times. So the way like the controller feels always feels slightly off. Yeah. It's like, dude, just copy what they've been doing. They've been doing this for so long. All those companies, they they got it down. Like you got you got to meet that at the yeah. least. And then uh, the last, the last thing I, I, I hope for is um, joysticks matter a lot, a yep. lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> 
So they need to be comfortable. They need to feel nice when they move. The dead zone needs to be good. Like there's just a lot there that they have to get right with it comes to controller. And as a PC centric company, I'm not a hundred percent convinced, but hopefully they've done the research and, and done product testing. So Yeah, kind of like what I was saying before, but like, you know, Dell, Alienware, these guys make computers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, be sure that thing's gonna run like a computer. It's going to follow all the stuff in it that it needs to get things done. But when it comes down to like how long they spent designing the ergonomics of the controller, how the D-pad feels, how the analogs feel, how the buttons feel and you press them, how the triggers, which already sound kind of weird, push in. Those are all things that maybe they didn't spend as much time on as like, you know, famously the Xbox 360's controller, which was... Uh, this big deal that they really like we're trying to make the perfect controller i think they did a pretty good job at it because i think the 360 controller is one of the best controllers ever made mm. um you know the xbox one controller is great uh ps4 controller is great um so these things all kind of work their way up to that trying to make the perfect controller and um people like like this are just kind of hopping in like oh i'm gonna make a, a console-esque uh computer as well so uh it's always something i'm kind of worried about um my opinions on it, though, I, I think it's a really sleek-looking console uh, or PC. Uh, it's hard to look at it like, oh, it's a console, right? No, no, it's a PC. They said it's a PC, uh, which is the biggest enticing factor for me. But um, mm. I, I think it's really sleek-looking. Um, it's not too, like you were kind of saying, like, hey, 14-year-olds, get your mom to buy this for you. Like, fucking, like, Razer products, typically. Yeah. Um, the lights, I love RGB lighting. Um, so I think it's cool. They're not too distracting if they're really bright. Uh, you know, Sony learned a lot with the light bar, which apparently won't be on the PS5. Um, that thing's kind of distracting. There's a big yeah, fucking flashlight all the way down. Big flashlight yeah. in the front of your fucking controller. I'm like, I'm sure you had cool ideas for this, but you're not Nintendo. Yeah. Make the console you, you, that you're good at making. Let Nintendo do the weird shit because um, they'll figure out how to sell you cardboard. Um, but, uh, you know, everything on this thing looks cool, though. I think it looks really cool. Um, he's talking about how big it is. I can see it being a factor for a lot of people. I don't have a problem holding the switch um i've you know sat in a car played it sat on a plane played it mm-hmm. never an issue but this thing also has the kickstand like the uh it's a hefty kickstand it's a nice looking kickstand actually it's a platform more than a kickstand yeah. but uh but it's also a more he- i guarantee that things heavier than a switch oh, yeah. if it's a pc it's gonna be more powerful than a switch um at first i was looking i was like how powerful is it because like how powerful can you make something that small and then i was thinking about like i'll play the switch i'm like it's impressive this thing plays these games it's a thin fucking console. And look at the stats they put in like your phone, too. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean, like, and that thing's heftier than than both. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure that thing, you know, runs most games at pretty good graphics, uh, at least console standard. I would assume yeah. uh, modern consoles. We don't know what's coming next, but um, but yeah, I mean, everything about it looks really cool. I'm actually kind of interested in it. now. The, the biggest thing about it, um, oh, one thing though, uh, I think the white looks really good. Would you prefer it in white, black, or something else? Um, I would actually prefer just options in general. Yeah. Um, It'd be cool to get that thing in red. It's it's hard to say without looking at it because, like, for the longest time, I thought I was always going to have, like, a black phone. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Apple made really nice-looking subtle colors to their phones. And I was like, eh, they all look kind of nice. Like, yeah. so um, I'm sure, at least in that regard, you know, Alienware is kind of a, a brand based off not just power but looks. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, Alienware's always, I mean, before everybody was making those custom laptops and fucking PCs and shit uh, that look crazy, Alienware's been doing it forever. Forever, yeah. They, they used to have, a, you know, their Apple pricing when it came to their gaming PCs because they're like the only guys doing it, but they've always been 
about design and stuff. And I've always liked there's more than like, like I said, like Razor. Their stuff always looks really toy-like to me. Mm. Um, but yeah, overall the look is pretty cool. I, I I would like colors as well, but I probably would want to take that in black over white because white shows scuff marks and stuff more than black does. Hand oil. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let's talk price point. Um, we don't know what's in it. Um, what do you, what do, what would you guess? I honestly, as of right now, I couldn't see a thing being less than four or $500. Agreed. Um, when he said 300, I said, I was thinking not with the games they're, they're showing off. Yeah. I mean, this thing would have to come out <laughs> in like a couple of years to get that price down to that point. Yeah. I just do not see that thing being 300 bucks. Yeah. Um, and I, I agree with him. Like if you want mass amounts of people buying this thing you got to get that price down. kind of the proven sweet spot is three four hundred dollars yeah so. um well because then you're only going to get niche people buying that thing and it's gonna be a one-off it's gonna come out people are gonna buy it it's gonna lose support over a couple of years uh because not enough people bought it and it'll just die off so it'd be pointless to buy um yeah though i oh, i do think that at 500 if they can if they can make a 500 price point and they can get a good like <clears throat> They can sell it to you, like advertise it to you mm-hmm. well enough. I think five hundred would be um, a good, comfortable point. I would hate to see it go more than that. Cause at that point, you're, Me too. you might as well start building a computer. That's suicide. Yeah, yeah. Five hundred bucks is where I I would prefer it to be lower. That's where I would be comfortable personally. I know yeah. a lot of people wouldn't be. Yeah. Um. So I'd be one of those niche people if I was going to pick this up. But I'm also looking at it as a PC. I'm not sure. looking at it as a Switch. Yeah. So when I hear a five hundred dollar portable console or, or PC. I don't. I don't think that's crazy. No, I don't either. So, Especially since we have thousand dollar monitors in our pockets. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if I'm walking around the PC uh, in you know like a backpack or whatever that's that small and it has full Windows uh, optimization, you can do whatever you want uh, outside of that. I've had mouse and keyboard support on that thing. Um, it'd be a, it'd be a cool option to, to take with you. I guarantee you can hook up Bluetooth devices. You would have to be able yeah. to, because I mean that, that would be the, a not selling point to me. Uh, if it didn't have like mouse and keyboard support, because like, I want the thing to be a PC, but it's gaming centric. Kind of like if you wanted like a gaming centric phone, which no one's been able to nail yet. Yeah. In in all honesty with the whole prospect of having like a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse with it, I think it's more attractive than a laptop for a traveling device at that point. 100%. I'd rather so. have that unless uh, I was a lot of times when I, when I travel, I'll take my laptop with me because I do stuff for the show. So I like to have like kind of like a mobile fucking, uh, you know, operating fucking center. Uh, and uh, so I can edit and, and all mm. that kind of shit. I couldn't see myself doing that on that. But if I was just like going out for the weekend, like when we went down like Vegas or whatever, I just want to bring like, I'm like, should I bring my laptop? I'm like, nah, I can just bring that. And like, I can play it on the fucking plane. I can play it wherever I'm at. And if I need to do some fucking computer shit, I could do it on there. Um, well, and so that's how- where mine's, my mindset's at when it comes to price point. Yeah. Is this, it's a computer. Like, well, It does the docking thing too, though. Yeah. So you can hook it up to your hotel TV. Like, yeah. And- yeah. So it's actually like a really cool package. Uh, the thing I'm worried about, uh, and again, it's a PC. I want to emphasize that. They show off the gaming aspect because it has buttons and shit. But... If it's a PC, there's more value there than just what you can play. I get worried, though, with uh, – and obviously Stadia did not not do what people wanted to do. Uh, some people. Most people didn't care about it at all. But some people were like, oh, this is going to be the future. They're finally initiating. I'm like, no, no, no. Fucking OnLive tried this a long time ago. They failed. Uh, kind of like how 
there was the fucking uh i forgot the name already shield, shield yeah shield tried something like this already um and then you know now this this my nail is my not but same thing with uh with like stadia uh not really doing it once somebody does nail the streaming and i think i think i've been saying it for a while i think xbox's x cloud will be the probably the, one of the more successful early on streaming systems because it's gonna be integrated with your console ready it's gonna be part of game pass makes complete sense um but with that on the rise seeing something like this starts to become almost uh novelty because soon you're not going to need something like that to play games on the go now one thing i would counter my own argument with is I don't enjoy playing games on my phone. I don't either. Um, I like the peripheral of having, like, you know, the ergonomic control all shit. And I, I know you can, like, wirelessly connect a controller to your uh, uh, phone, but it's still not the same. It's it's too small of a screen. I got a big-ass phone. Uh, most people do nowadays. Um, the Switch is, like, perfect. It's, like, when I when I take the Switch with me, I want to play it. Mm-hmm. I can sit there. The screen's big enough. That that screen's fucking pretty fucking generous yeah. for, a, for a mobile console. Um, but yeah, unless this thing were to be able to offer some kind of like, well, I guess you're playing PC games that is exclusive. Um, but that's the reason I'm playing that my fucking switch is the exclusive on it. I can like, I can take this anywhere. It's awesome. So I just kind of worry about the future and how long this could even be relevant Yeah. as a gaming console. Again, it's a PC. You're taking a laptop with joysticks with your own. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think even with with streaming around the corner uh, as well, I think um, you know having that that Windows device mm-hmm. uh, still is relevant too, though at least for a while. So, yeah, and I won't I won't shoot it down quickly because people have been saying streaming's coming forever, and this is just, I always tell people it's going to be organic. Like people think it's just going to be like it's going to show up. People are going to abandon stuff. I'm like, dude, people still read books. They reject digital shit. People listen to audiobooks. So there's a nice contrast there, but like Barnes and Noble still exists. Yeah. So big fucking store full of paper. Yeah. that people buy. So the the market uh gets guided by the companies, but we dictate what they do. Um and so Yeah, yeah. they'll they'll try to push stuff. I yeah. mean like Kindles, the fucking with the paper looking mm-hmm. shit. They're kind of popular for a little bit and they're impressive. Sure, but fucking, they, that's not the standard still. For sure. Well, and the Audiobooks thing, took over. Thing I was going to say, look what happened last gen when Microsoft came out telling the market what they were going to get. And we kind of went, <gasps> and they had to, they changed their tune. You know, Who? So, Microsoft. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the shooting in the foot that a lot of people always say, kind of put them behind. Sure. You can't. Because they did that misstep. The people paying for stuff, you can't tell them what they're going to do. Yeah. And Microsoft as a company, not Xbox, Microsoft as a company has a long track record of going like, this is how it is. Yep. Cause they want to control how it's, how it's done. It's like, you gotta understand there's competition out there who will say, we're going to sell you what you want. We'll, we'll kind of tell you what we think you might want. I mean, iPhone, I mean, that, uh, that's how the market works. Though, yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, but fucking, cause I remember when like, you know, like touch screen phones are coming out. I'm old. Uh, Everyone I knew was like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. I, I change, prefer a keyboard, all that shit. People. Yeah, and then yeah. it came out, no one looked back. They're like, oh, this is nice because someone had an idea. And they're like, no, you're going to want this. I promise. But then some people are like, you're going to always be online. You're going to have to be with an internet connection and all this shit, like all this restrictive stuff. And people are like, we don't want that. 
Um, so yeah, there's a lot of guiding in the market by, by the companies, but I always tell people like your money matters. If you don't like a game, don't bitch about it. Just don't buy it and tell other people not to buy it. If you so feel inclined and, uh, that company will fucking have to change their tune. Look at Battlefield Five. Yeah, and stuff like this will never fully die, anyways, because like there's always going to be a, a small small group of people um, interested, and things come back in waves, anyways. I mean, uh, an example of that is like vinyl. You know, it was huge. It was gone. It's huge. Like, <laughs> yeah, it grows in sales every year. Yeah. So, so. um, and in regards to all that, like I said, you know this. I won't shoot it down too quickly because people every year are still coming up with new ideas for these types of novelty ways to play games. And I 100% support it because I love, I love tech, but I also love that someone might nail it. Someone might create something that might've not been created if they're worried about, well, the market's not going to want it. They got the money. They got people in research and development fucking working on shit. Like I, I, I'm all for it. For sure. So for um, sure, Jesus, so time. you you said you'd be interested in picking it up. I would. I think I I would as well. I'm not like fucking hyped and ready for this thing to come out so I can rush out the door and get it. But if it did come out and it was well received, I would I would humor it. I mean, I've been passively in the market for a portable computer, anyways. Well, so. that's that you know speaks to you more. I have my laptop. I don't use it for gaming. It's not. It's good for editing. But it's not good for mm. gaming necessarily. Um, so. And I don't need another, you know, electronic fucking device to play games on because I already have two computers, a laptop, fucking every console. Like, um, but I, I am, I am interested in it. If it had a decent price point, I just know, it, I know it won't go too low. It's, it, it's, it's a fucking computer, so yeah, it's uh, you're not, you're, you're essentially buying a console, but you're also buying convenience, and convenience ups the price on anything. So, oh yeah, <laughs> um. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on the UFO? Do you think this thing's coming out? Do you think they'll sell it? I think they'll try. I think they will too. It yeah. looks so finalized. It it's glossy and shit. Like that looks like a product. I'll say Razer and uh, ASUS came out with gaming phones, and I mean they're not like flying off shelves. But mm-hmm. if they're willing to like that, an expensive device like a phone coming out, if they're if those companies willing to do it, why wouldn't you know Dell Dell can afford to try something? So yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, anything else? Mm-mm. Let us know in the comments. What do you guys think about the Alienware UFO concept PC, portable PC? Uh, are you interested in it? Are you not interested in it? Uh, what do you think about the design? Do you think it looks good? Do you think it looks like shit? Are you like, bro, Switch already exists. Don't fucking copy it. Uh, I see a lot of those comments on Twitter. They're like, it looks like Switch. I'm like, yeah. Keep, keep you're, being boring. You're not, you're not incorrect. Um, do you think this thing has any use? Uh, do you think it's kind of in coming out in a time where it's not going to really have a place uh, with streaming coming out, with uh, your phone doing a lot of PC stuff already? Um, you know, do you think there's use for it? Do you think there's not? And uh, yeah, let us know your overall thoughts. Guess a price point. What do you think this thing would be uh, retailing for if it came out? And uh, yeah, second bit of news. All right. Um <clears throat> And obviously, we'll get some more information on this as we get closer to all the events that come throughout the year. There's big and, announcements coming. Yeah, and then, of course, the end of the year. But uh, we're going to talk about the Xbox Series X, and it's essentially planned for for its first-party uh, exclusives. And, World domination. Um, they're basically, their their plan uh, is going to be that for the next, for the first few couple years of the Series X's life 
Uh, they don't want to have a seri any Series X only titles. Uh, they are still going to have first party exclusive titles, but they will be uh, Xbox One and Series X games with enhancements if you have the more powerful console. Um, to do some quotes here, uh, <clears throat> as our content comes out over the next year, two years, all of our games, sort of like PC, will play up and down that family of devices. We want to make sure that if someone invests in Xbox between now and Series X, that they feel like they've made a good investment and we're and that we're committed to them with content. Um, <clears throat> and then it also says, um, our approach is to pick one or two IPs that will folk that we're going to focus on and make sure that they are um, at the launch of the console, taking advantage of the features. Uh, for us, that is going to be Halo Infinite, which is a big opportunity. It's the first time in 15 years that we'll have a Halo title launching in sync with a new console, and the team is definitely going to be doing things to take advantage of Series X. <clears throat> uh, and then there is a note here that says. Um, this is gamedebates.com's uh, quote or thing here, but they say Microsoft just doesn't uh, abandon a huge install base. There are 50 million Xbox One gamers, uh, and okay. this ensures they can all play Microsoft's upcoming games. So, what do we think about uh, their mentality, their plan? Do you think this is a good idea? Do you have a different idea how they, maybe they should do it? Just thoughts in general. Um, it's an interesting take. Uh, back in the day, we're, we're in a weird time now when it comes to consoles. Um, back in the day, the, the PlayStation 2 comes out. You either buy it or you don't. Um, the games that are on it are only on it. But you, it's an incentive to go buy that. PS3 comes out, you better buy that thing if you want the new games. Um, when the Xbox came out, you better buy that thing if you want the games. I get the mentality, and it's kind of a mentality that... Uh, I can see very heavily from like Phil Spencer, but just in general, the way uh, Xbox is being led right now, they are trying to give access to Xbox as a brand in any way that they can. Um, so the idea of them releasing games that are going to come out for the current gen and then uh, the next gen at the same time is nothing new. If you think back specifically to like um, when, uh, when the Xbox was it the Xbox 360 came out there's like that king kong game but that was also out on mm. uh multiple consoles and shit and uh th this is pretty pretty normal the thing that worries me about it though is there should be at least like one or two or three launch games for the console that are just so fucking next gen that they'll make you want to go out and buy that fucking series x um i get releasing halo on both um i, I think it's actually kind of cool um, and I've seen people on Twitter kind of argue like, well, what about the people who can't afford the new console? I get that. But like, eventually you're going to get that console. Um, and you'll be able to play the games that are great on it. But, uh, but it, it almost diminishes some incentive to buy that new console. If you can just play it. I mean, you can get like the best graphics. You can spend that money on better graphics if you want. Um, which sounds like that's kind of who they're trying to sell it to. Yeah, is, is those people. It reminds me of like upgrading your PC mm -hmm. to play the the same games you've been playing, but you want to play them with the highest graphics. And I get that completely. There's nothing wrong with that. But when we're talking about consoles, I mean, there's people out there who don't even view. I was talking to someone recently. Don't even view PC as a gaming platform, which I think is fucking bizarre. But um, but 
so people have interesting ways of viewing things, but like, you know, the, the way people view consoles, like they might just sit on the fucking Xbox then. Um, there, there are, of course, going to be the, the people who are going to want to buy the newest and best shiny thing. I'm one of them. I'm going to buy this thing. Um, but, uh, but there's people who, yeah, might not be able to afford the new console. And for whatever reason, I get that. And there's going to be some, be some people who might have been deciding to buy the new console. But now they're like, I don't have to. So I'm not gonna, especially if you're like a parent of some kids and you don't care about the console that much, but your kids uh, might, but you're like, eh, you're fine. You can still play the games or whatever. There's a lot of people out there who might not buy this new console now because they know they're going to be getting the games that are coming out on it. It also, for me, uh, diminishes the excitement of the new console. I'm stoked for it. I love new tech. I've talked about that already. But my the one of the most exciting things about a brand new console coming out outside of it just being a more powerful, dope-ass new console with a new design and a new controller and shit is those brand new games that just didn't exist and couldn't exist before mm. on that new console. And, uh, you know, I'll argue to the fucking end of my life that goddamn exclusives are so important to a console, so fucking important. Uh, and... Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is. I, I think this goes with their whole philosophy on their brand being for everyone on anything at any time. If they had it their way, I guarantee there would be a Game Pass app on PS4. There'd be a Game Pass app on fucking Switch. There'd be Game Pass everywhere, and you'd be playing Xbox wherever the fuck they could get you to play Xbox. Um, obviously, that's not the way it is, but I could see them doing that because Xbox, to me, is just a brand now. It's not a console. Um, the consoles are essentially a way for you to play Xbox games yeah. if you want. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm excited for the new console and I'm excited for the new games. They bought all those companies. I, none of their games are out. So I'm, I'm stoked to see all those games come out and see what they've been working on. Um, and, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to upgrade, but, um, I'm curious about how this will affect other people. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, it just kind of lowers excitement for me in a way. Um, but I'm still picking it up because I am excited about new tech. So Yeah. It's kind of interesting here. I just noticed as well. The they, poll. Have, they have a poll at the bottom there. Um, and it's pretty pretty close, though. It seems like most people that have been to this website <laughs> uh, are okay with this direction so polls are interesting to me but i it's hard for me to ever take them seriously unless i can see the metrics of of who was pulled how many people were pulled for sure otherwise it doesn't matter because i mean like there could be like a bunch of like xbox fans Mm -hmm. which is the wrong with like xbox fans there's people who only like the xbox people only like the ps4 people only like the switch um and if there's a lot of those people on that poll it's a skewed poll so it'd be better to just have you know as much as you could, unbiased people have that right, right. conversation. But, but right behind it, yes, people yeah. think it's an issue. So it's, it's really it's close. Pretty even, so, yeah. Yeah, pretty close. Um, so um, like you said, I think this falls right into Microsoft's uh, thinking. I also think um, less loudly Sony's line of thinking lately too. Uh, it's just I think the way the market's going to go. I think consoles – we've said it a couple times on the channel – but they're going to start following the path of cell phones where they're just going to upgrade, but the ecosystem is going to say, or PC gaming. Um, yeah, it's going to move forward. I've listened I've listened and read a couple things that developers have said when it comes to the process of making games and if they're worried about moving games in the next system and they 
have pretty much unanimously been like, oh yeah, no, it's it, it's not even going to be an issue. They're they're computers. Mm-hmm. They they that's what they're all saying. So like, we are in a weird time because that whole like buying a console and that being the starting point is kind of gone. Um, well, and this kind of goes in line with the modularity of that of mm-hmm. like that 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 Xbox as a console, all the Xboxes are all Xbox. There's yeah. just it's, different it's varying a degrees. Series. Uh, of products well the series x is literally just the next series of xboxes they've they've been very clear about that even the design looks similar to how the xbox looks now and it's just like for you no you know seven eight nine ten it's just that next one yeah and all my shit carries over so it kind of makes sense yeah so and then microsoft's really showing that with doing things with amazon on like payment plans and upgrade options and like they want you to have it. They're going to make it affordable. The people who are worried about not being able to afford it, they're going to figure out a way to get it to you. Like, mm-hmm. uh, even if that's a two-year investment for them, they're a huge company. They can afford that that stretch of weight, and it makes it uh, less of a burden in your wallet too. So, um, accessibility matters. I yeah. kind of off topic, but like uh, I was when I was researching news for this episode, there was a company that made a game. They put it on Steam. It sold like okay. And the guy was like, well, that kind of sucks. So he he uploaded himself to Pirate Bay and and told people, like, hey, here's my game. You can you can just download it if you can't afford it. And his sales on Steam went up 400%. So And there's people in their views going like, I don't even really dig this kind of game, but I bought it anyway. Yeah. So, like, not quite the same, but accessibility matters. Getting that in people's hands creates community. It creates um, support. Uh, it creates consumers um and so the more you can get those games in everybody's hands the happier everyone who has an xbox is well look how people reacted when demos disappeared right unfortunately still pissed about it well unfortunately i was was gonna say actually demos very much do still exist they just don't throw them at you you have to find them mike yeah it's stupid i was on the uh, switch and some of the games like this one's got a demo i'm like why wouldn't you advertise that yeah there's a demo for yeah. this. What the fuck? Yeah. So, um, but that is an accessibility thing. Mm. They used to be so exciting getting those like demo discs, oh, you know, for dude, like, those, that was a golden age, man. And you got to try like 10 games. It's so exciting. And guess what? That got you interested in at least one of them. Usually now you got to pay them extra to get access to a demo. They call a beta. Yeah. So, that also makes sense too. And you know what's also funny? Uh, people, consumers, I should say, uh, when given something in a, in a way that doesn't feel scummy, they're generally willing to be like, oh, I, I want to support that. Whether that be fiscally or by you know telling other people, whatever. So like that guy putting that on Pirate Bay is literally him going, here, just try this. And people went, you didn't have to do that. I'm going to go buy it. Yeah. Goodwill goes a long way. Yeah. So um, that being said, because <laughs> yeah. obviously we derailed a little there, but it, it, it all comes down to the accessibility. accessibility yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I get where they're going. It makes complete sense for the, the strategy they keep presenting to us. But um, I do agree as well. There should be like a showcase game. Yeah. So, but again, we don't know how much more Halo Infinite, for example, will look I mean, so this is this is the way you can do it, though. Like, if it, 
games on the original Xbox. I have an original Xbox. I never, I never made the switch to the the Xbox One X. I thought about it. I just never did it because I don't play my Xbox enough, and it kind of sucks. But uh, I w- wish I could have played it more because I would have absolutely bought that X. Games on Xbox don't run awesome a lot of the times on the original. I know people are gonna be like the X, the X. I don't, I don't have it. Um, uh, we're me and Josh are playing Astroneers, mm-hmm. and which shout to Astroneers. It's a fucking dope game. Uh, it has crossplay as well. Uh, I was playing on PC. Looks phenomenal. Plays phenomenal. On the Xbox that Josh is playing on, uh, the graphics were a little lower, but it's kind of cartoony looking. It's not a big deal. But it was definitely like running at like 25 frames per second most of the time. And sometimes if I was doing too much on my side, it would drop him down. Yeah. Um, So there's a big significant difference. When I talked to Jeremy about Sea of Thieves, he was saying that the graphics on Xbox One X look fucking fantastic. I would argue on Xbox they also look great. But you can definitely, when I play it on my PC versus my Xbox, world of difference. Yeah. Gigantic difference. So when the Series X comes out compared to the Xbox One X, I want to see a giant fucking jump. Sure. Something and- that like when I played on the Xbox One X or even the Xbox, which is already quite a bit of jump, I want to look at what's on the Series X and go, that looks so much better. That's the definitive way you should be playing it. Yeah. And I think they have an opportunity to hopefully do that with because yeah. they use the example of, of halo uh if halo just comes out and it's just got like super amazing load times it's got sharp sharp oh yeah graphics and, shit. Yeah. and then like you know it's gonna have the ray tracing and stuff in it as well like if you might just you might just look at that and go i want that experience mm. right they could be counting on that too so the thing that i also worry about too but th- this is microsoft we're talking about so they can just like I keep bringing up news topics, but like Sony's not going to E3 this year, which Again. is not a surprise, is a disappointment. I want them to just spend the money for the spectacle. I love it. I love that shit. Just, I get it's dying, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I love it. Xbox's fucking event last year was awesome. Yeah. They spent fucking money. And I just went there. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. I love this. Because um, Xbox knows how to have fun when it comes to community shit. They're going to be there as well. And, uh, so they, they they will spend the money. The thing I'm worried about, I was like, what am I talking about here? Xbox is just willing to have fun, uh, which is cool. Putting out this console and you give the people the option not to buy it or buy it. It's up to them. And there, are, of course, will be people who buy it. The diehards, but the people, yeah. But the people who don't buy it, that's so many consoles they got to fucking pump out that, like, are they going to be sitting on the shelf for a while until there's a reason that you have to go buy that thing? Yeah. Now, again, they said in, like, two years they're going to, merge it over to that and two years is plenty of time to move your way into a new console mm-hmm. um the price will probably drop at that point and it will become the standard xbox of all the xboxes kind of like how the x xbox one x when people talk about the xbox they're talking about the x now yeah um in a similar way it will become the standard one and everybody will just kind of have it at, at some point but that's a long time to allow people to decide whether they should even buy it or not Whereas the PS5 will be out around the same time, existing for the same two years, yeah. going, you're going to need to buy the PS5. It has backwards compatibility, hopefully, but fucking... Yeah, they really need to talk about it, man. Yeah, I really want to hear about that. Um, at the very least, PS4 backwards compatibility would be awesome. Um, I, I got all those games. I would love to be able to play them on there. But uh, all the way back, that'd be fucking insane. But uh, that's two years. PS5 is going to be going like, hey, we got games you can't get on the PS4. You got to buy this fucking console. Everybody, like 106 million sales fucking last generation. You are in good hands if you come buy this PS5. 
Yeah. And now you can go, I don't have to buy the Xbox. I have to buy the PS5. Guess my money will go that way because I can still play the Xbox games. Mm-hmm. But then the Xbox diehards are going to, they're going to say, fuck you, PS5, and buy the Xbox, sure. which is their prerogative. Just like people who are PlayStation fanboys are going to go, ah, fuck the Xbox. I hope it dies. And I'm like, no, I don't want any of that shit. No, neither needs to die. Yeah, I, I want, I want both to fucking strive. I want a fourth company to come out and fucking make a console. I want goddamn Sega to make a fucking console again. I, I don't know where they're getting their money from. I, but goddamn, don't, I don't want Sega to do anything, to be honest. <laughs> I want somebody to make another fucking console that's just as good as the other ones. I fucking love competition. I don't want I don't want one company to just own the market. That would no, suck. That, and that would that would kill innovation. Yeah. So so anytime I'm talking critically about a console, I say that with the fucking utmost love because I want them to do better. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's just a concern I have. And and just think about that two year period. That's a long time to be like, hey, you don't have to buy it. Yeah. It's a good fucking thing. And again, we were talking about that guy with the four hundred percent increase on sales. That goodwill might go a long way. People might go, you know what? I like Xbox isn't forcing me to upgrade. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Because I want the newest and the best, the shiny thing. Um, so it's uh, when we look at this poll and there's people like, yeah, this is a problem. No, it's not a problem. I love it. Those are the two highest votes. In the middle, there's maybe. And that's people going like, hmm, I don't know yet. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm just expressing concerns. But I don't, I don't know if this is going to be a good move on their part or not. Xbox is doing some really kind of... Uh, wild they're doing some wild decisions in the way that they're turning this uh brand into something bigger for sure so anything else no you we, bought an xbox one x series x xxx uh, when i need to i probably will um sure. i'm interested more so in the aspect of just like having the box because for some reasons you know me and you are kind of just more into just having that tech. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm going to be rushing out. I, you know, I, it's going to be an expensive year, just period. Yeah. And if they're not going to force me to do it, like you kind of said as, as a concern, I might wait. You don't have to. Yeah. So. Plus with game pass on PC, which is fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah. Especially man. That's another thing too, man. Keep some games on the console. Please, please do that. As a dude who would love to play your games on my PC. I want a reason to have to buy that console because my PC is fantastic or offer a, a little bit larger of a discount buying the games. If you have game pass, because they offer, I they give you like a 10% discount on games that are on game pass. If you have game pass. Yeah. But then I should buy them on PC. My point is <laughs> sure. <laughs> my point is force people to buy the Xbox series X with games that are only on it. Yeah. That's my, that's, I don't care about the price point of the games. I'm fucking saying, like, if I can play on my PC, I don't need that fucking console, which sucks. If they put Halo on PC, I'm not going to complain, but I'm going to play it on there probably. Yeah. And not on the Xbox, which sucks because I want to, like, go, like, oh, you got to play this game on here. But again, they're trying to make this accessible for everyone. So the console is less of the point. It's more so, are you playing Xbox games? Netflix of gaming, man. Are you sending us money? That's what they want to be, and not other people money. Yeah. Um. So it's their, their strategy has deviated from winning a console <laughs> war, and more so just being like, Xbox is in your house, right? So on your phone, right? Like yeah. you, you have access to our stuff, right? You can give us money, right? Um. Which is interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm dying to see how, uh, how they handle the next gen. Yeah, because uh, I already know how Sony's going to handle it. They're kind of going into this very, uh, eh. 
And then in a, in a weird sort of way, where's Nintendo going to go? Because they don't ever, they don't play ball the same way, you no, know? They exist on their own. Um, but they have to kind of play ball, as they learned with the, the Wii U, because people still want to play the same games. Well, that's why the Switch is awesome. Yeah. I, was, I was looking through my <laughs> Switch catalog uh, in the shop uh, like two days ago, and uh, I was like, oh, shit, they got that game? Oh, it's, shit. It's, it's packed. They got that game? Indie stuff, it's got a crap ton of indie games. Even fucking AAA games. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, they got that game? Oh, they got that game? They got that game? I'm like, damn, they they support the fuck out of this. My concern with the Switch, and I don't want to go in taste cast territory, but um, it's already behind. Yeah. this generation when it comes to power i'm not gonna say graphics they know how to make good looking graphics on that thing uh power wise though it's already behind new consoles are coming out this year that are stronger than even the fucking the pro the xbox one x um which are more powerful than the last consoles that are more powerful than the switch yeah it's quite a bit behind so a new year full of fucking new hype of options of buying two brand new consoles is always a big deal Switch is back there. It's sold plenty already. I fucking love it. I'll still be playing it. But those rumors of a uh, like pro version of the Switch, they got to be true. Nintendo has to know that they have to pump out something that can fucking hopefully up the graphics to some of the games that already exist on the Switch, mm. but can, can compete. It's been years since it came out. I feel like it kind of has to be true anyways, though, because they kind of take taking their strategy that they did with DS and applying it to Switch, it looks like. Yeah. So, Which, now they don't have to worry about making handheld and console, because it's, it's both. So, yeah. just make it more powerful. Yeah, they definitely have a plan, too, right now. I, it's funny, because they all have, like, you know, their different mentalities. But you can see they're all kind of, like, trying to change it a little bit right now, too. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's interesting to watch right now. Yeah. This is my favorite time in gaming cycles is around the time of new consoles because it starts making you go like what's next yeah what's the new idea we've had like six seven years of also isn't, isn't x cloud going to be on switch there they, that was discussed we covered it on the show i don't I, know if it was confirmed or not but there was definitely there was actually like talks of that so wild game pass oh yeah. i believe but i think it'd be through x cloud because i don't know i don't remember it's been a while i have to look it up but uh, yeah, Xbox was, <laughs> was looking to put their stuff on Switch. That's what I'm saying. If it was their way, there'd be like when you look at Netflix or fucking YouTube on your PS4, there'd be an Xbox. There'd be an Xbox app. Yeah. Be like, I'm gonna play Game Pass shit over here. Um, but Sony would never fucking do that. So yeah, they won't even put Mixer on there, which kind of drives me nuts. So yeah, but they don't have to. But yeah. it is, it would just be better for everybody. So um, yeah, I think that's about everything I got to say on that. I could talk about this topic for hours. Imagine that two two topics and we we've been here a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean they both are new tech stuff, so this is an hour long. So anything else you wanna say? No, no. Uh exciting time. Look forward to a lot of stuff coming out this year, man. This is a fucking huge year, but anytime you got a cool number of a year, like fucking two thousand or twenty twenty. <laughs> I was like, wait, which year is it? <laughs> 2020 everybody's gonna be like we gotta do something that year. that's the year leap year new consoles cyberpunk final fantasy last of us 2 yeah possible so everybody's picking 2020 because yeah. it's like that's the year you gotta it's the first of the fucking decade let's goddamn do it big and they're gonna do it big um so yeah, yeah. really fucking excited but i'm i literally not that you guys need to know anything about my finances i've been 
getting rid of some of the more ambient expenses I've been doing just to start accumulating a nice soft fucking uh, support fucking net for myself when th this shit comes out because I'm estimating thousands of dollars of shit to buy this year. So yeah, probably. Which freaks me. Well, Cyberpunk, I'm paying 250 bucks for. I was going to do it for uh, Final Fantasy, but I opted out of it because you're doing it. We live in the same house, so I'll get to check out the shit you got. We'll be doing unboxings of both of those as well. Right. Um, new consoles, they're going to be fucking four or $500 a piece. Yep. Maybe a new Switch, I don't know. All the new games, 60 bucks a pop, unless I'm an asshole and buy the $120 version. Because I'm like, good job, I like that game. I want to support you even further. Yeah, and I know we both have like, like soft travel plans. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. This year's gonna be fucked. <laughs> That's why I might be opting out of going to E3 this year and just fucking keeping that money for all the things I need to cover on the channel. So <laughs> I can still cover E3 uh, from home. So yeah. although I'll miss, it was really fun. Uh, let's know in the comments what do you think about the Xbox Series X Xbox philosophy on making sure that people will not get left behind on the current gen consoles when they introduce the new gen console. Um, do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's a bad idea? Do you think two years is a long window? Do you think it's fine? Um, are you stoked for it? Uh, depending on your opinion on that, are you, uh, is, is there an incentive for you to pick up the Xbox Series X? Are you planning on doing it? Are you loosely thinking about it? Are you not doing it? Are you possibly not picking up because you don't have to? I've talked to a lot of people when it comes to Game Pass on PC and Xbox going, I don't have to buy it, so I'm not gonna. Uh, let me know all your thoughts in the comments below when it comes to this. And uh, yeah, everything that we've talked about. But that's gonna do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday and Tasty Loot Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Tasty Loot Gaming. Um, check out our streams links down below. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and on the podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, we got a discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. It's always a party in there. And, uh, yeah, check out our Patreon down below. If you'd like to possibly support us beyond, uh, liking and commenting and shit. So, uh, everything's appreciated. Everything goes right back to the channel. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Uh, until the next episode, which will be something, uh, have a good week guys and take it easy.